Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology, while hopefully fun and informative, is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Also, Diane and I are both deeply passionate about psychology. Common with things you love, we may get frustrated, but at the end of the day, we hold sincere respect for psychology and psychologists. This includes Unethical Corner, which is meant to acknowledge our past so we can highlight our progress and make us all better consumers of research and therapy. Now, on with the show. Now that I have a cold, it sounds I can do a really good Neil Diamond impression. Oh, I see it. Hear Hello, it. my friend. Mm. It's like it's okay. late stage. It's all right. Pancreatic cancer, Neil Diamond. Let's do our vocal warm-ups. Sock, 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 on September. The quick, wet dog bit the slow, dry mailman. Quirty. 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 Astiff. A-S-L. Uh-oh. 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 Don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. Oh, this is good audio. Hey. Hi. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. We botched the first recording of this, so hopefully this content is as good as the last content. Hope so. We had some mic issues. Welcome. Welcome our listeners. This is actually our third attempt at this. Uh, the second episode. At the second episode. We caught lighting in the bottle the first time. Yep. Exactly. We really went out of the gate fast and strong. Pulled and a hammy. Now we are... Yeah, we did. We pulled a hammy. We did not warm up. And a farmer shot us in the head behind the barn. We're going to get better at this, but it's just been, it's been a rough couple of weeks trying to get this next one out. Anyhow, I wanted to just welcome you to Reverse Psychology. What's Reverse Psychology? I wanted to welcome you to our podcast. Welcome Welcome to Reverse Psychology. Psychology Reversed. The first, last, and only podcast as far as we're concerned or we know that you need to listen to about psychology yeah that's right it's a comedy psychology podcast and we're both psychologists practicing psychologists and we're both doctors of psychology good you're i'm giving you you're beaming with confidence yeah we're both doctors of we're actually doctors of philosophy in psychology Mm -hmm. don't try to say that we're not and How dare um, you? i'm diana i'm mike and here we are we are recording live from the crenshaw studios <laughs> aka our living room our home not for much longer we're moving we are moving we're moving to another live-in recording studio <laughs> yeah we're moving we got a house and we're gonna move a mile away what should we call the new recording studio giddens the giddens recording studio yeah it's where it Get is. Giddens while the Giddens good. Yeah. Get that tattooed across our house. A, cr- t- a tattoo on a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. A little tight needlework. All right. We have, before we get to, I know you have, I can see a notebook in front of you. You have a lot of stuff you want to talk to me about. Mm-hmm. But I have to issue two corrections slash retractions hyphen apologies. Okay. Backslash garbage file. So, <laughs> first <laughs> correction. We were, people that we can't say reached out to us. Why can't we say? Because they asked us not to. I think they asked us specifically to say. I know, but I don't like to be told what to do. Okay. President Bill Clinton's middle name is no longer It never was. It's Jefferson. It never, it wasn't Leroy. 
it wasn't, wasn't Cosby. Cos- it wasn't Bill. I did it wasn't hear Cosby. that Father Clinton. They did. They were throwing those names around, but it never became official on paperwork. So, cool correction slash retraction hyphen. Oops. Also, apparently, a real doctor told me that my cum gutters, in theory, because I don't have them, but if I were to have cum gutters, <laughs> they would also be obliques. So if you're trying to impress a loved one and they compliment you on your cum gutters, just whisper, thanks, they're actually obliques. On that note, on the cum gutters note, I talked to my mom today because it's Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And she was, I don't know, having brunch or something. And she said, I have to call you back. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. Call me back later. And then she said, your brother gave me a Mother's Day gift. He downloaded your podcast for oh, me. I know. That's an anti-gift. So shout out to my brother for downloading my podcast for my mom. Cool. Mm-hmm. Real cool. Yeah. So maybe my mom won't talk to me for a week or so. We'll see. Or maybe she'll talk to you more. She did also want to comment on... She let me know that she listened to it and she wanted to add a comment that she did have a good time at the hockey game. She was playing reverse psychology. And she said... Well, no, what she said was, I don't remember saying that I did not have a good time. I had a good time. So I I guess that goes in our corrections corner as well. Correction. Irene had a good time. Irene had a good time. Maybe I'm a liar. No, I... We then we're both liars and misrepresented we the had, actual thing that happened. We had a joint hysteria where we both thought Irene <laughs> was not having a good time. In this world, it's more likely that she was not having a good time. But yeah, jury's out. You know what? Thanks to my brother for allowing her to listen to that, so she could correct for our perception of her behavior. You know what? The only way to find out what actually happened is take her to another hockey game. I don't. I can't. We're scientists, baby. We have to. <laughs> All right, so I did want to. Uh, we what have, do you want to talk about? Today? We want, so there's other things I want to talk to you about, but first I want to talk to you about the situation with therapists in TV shows and movies. Okay. Because we watched. Am I get it wrong? Oh. Big Little Lies. Yeah, you I did it. it. Not <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. Not Big Love. Not I. It's always Pretty Little Liars, but it's big uh, to me. I don't understand why would you name two shows so close together in time the same thing for the confusion aspect big little lies that's why we HBO. almost named this podcast a serial with a c just to get a lot of old confused <laughs> listeners <laughs> sorry the therapist on big little lies was terrible mm-hmm. and i just were the top three things she did incorrectly <laughs> in your opinion ev- everything okay so Two. <laughs> uh, i just i want to say it because i feel like say it, baby the thank you one of our our goals of our podcast was to really get the word out there. And I think that people have a really messed up idea of what therapists do because of how they're represented in media, mm-hmm. in TV and movies. Yeah. And, and I just, I have a big issue with it because I think that non psychologists write the roles for psychologists. And I think that they really miss the mark. Yes. I'm going to yes. And this, oh, yes. Okay. And I also think that then people end up seeing that. And then we'll go into, it's like a weird self-fulfilling prophecy where then people then go into school thinking like, oh, I'm going to be like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this. I'm going to be like Frasier. Well, but you did. I did. What's funny about that is. Yeah. If, so- I, if I were to ask you to guess which fictional psychologist I'm constantly trying to emulate, who would you say I'm trying, I'm trying to be? Dr. Tobias Funke. Because I wear cutoffs under my clothes? 
<laughs> yes, you're never nude. I'm a never nude. Also, because I use just like tons of gay innuendo. No, no. Um, no. Guess one more time. Um, he was an anal rapist, anyways. I am a cognitive behavioral therapist. I think it was an anal rapist. Mm. Let's see. Who would you be trying to be like? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. I'm a good psychologist. So I'm trying to emulate a good psychologist. Frazier. No, he wasn't. From Cheers. Yeah. Frazier from Cheers. From not Frasier from Frazier. Frazier from Frazier. I don't think Frazier was a good psychologist. I don't really remember ever seeing him do therapy. I think he was just hanging out at the bar. I don't think he... He's had- an alcoholic. And he was also... He just, he, did he just have the radio show or did he have private clients? I have no idea. Actually, I'm just totally speaking out to her night. Niles was a Jungian psychologist. <laughs> How do you know that? I don't know. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist of America. That The fact that that came out on a TV show is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I guess that's pop psychology, right? Jungian psychology? <laughs> I don't, no. No, like someone's saying that they have like a specific or I don't know. So let's see. Oh, I know who you thought you wanted to be. Whom? Um, Richard Dreyfus in What About Bob? Yeah, he was kind of an asshole. Do you yeah, think, do he you was think, a terrible Do you think that's therapist. what I'm... Yeah, he was... He is a classic, like, narcissistic therapist that is like, you need to listen to me, mm-hmm. read my book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going on vacation, so fuck off for three weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like if... If that were the model for therapy, I'd much more likely be modeling myself after Bill Murray than Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> where I just show As up at the patient. I just show up at my patient's house. I'm like, I I need you. Goldfish around the neck. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? I, I like, not a guesses. I when I was a young lad, I I like to think, I like to like visually model myself after Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Okay. So I like, I think he just had like this very. I think that's like what maybe every psychologist would say. He's probably the most accurate representation, as, right? As far as psychologists go, I'm a real basic bitch. <laughs> no, but I, I think it is. I think, but I, I liked his delivery because he was very kind of like, this is me. I'm just going to sit back and relax. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I also really loved the scene. And I, I, I'm glad that I feel bad for Matt Damon because not a lot of people really talk about Goodwill Hunting anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm glad about it because. I can pull a lot of shit from that movie and people don't know that I'm ripping it off. Stop it. Because there's a scene in it that I love where uh, Matt Damon is really just like acting like he just like knows everything. He can read everything in a book. What's the point? Mm-hmm. He's smarter than everyone in the room. And Robin Williams is just like so unfazed and is just like, it's like a almost a DBT skill, which, which I don't know if they're doing it intentionally, but he was just like leaning into it. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, how about this book? Did you read this one? How about this shelf? Top shelf too. And he's just mm-hmm. like, really playing out that he's not impressed by this thing. I was like, oh, I love that. He's just like, I feel like a lot of the therapists are like, okay, yeah, you are a really smart guy, but let's t- like, mm. yes. Ending, but he's just like, no, like I, you, you can, maybe you are. I don't, I don't, it's not valid to me. I don't mm. care. So I really like that. I also, I'm trying to capture the attitude of Robin Williams mm-hmm. uh, with the frantic nervous energy of Dr. Who. And that's, the kind of psychologist I want to be in the world. I thought you one time mentioned Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz was the reason why I got into psychology. When I was probably in eighth grade, uh, Dr. Katz was really big on Comedy Central and I would watch it a lot. And I was mm. like, this seems like a sweet job. He just like sits there, he talks to people. He's a cartoon. He's a cartoon. I've always wanted to be a cartoon. He's talking to <laughs> 
Sarah Silverman, I think, in my memory. And then I told my parents, they were like, cool, you're going to be an engineer. And because <laughs> I was a child without autonomy, I was like, okay. So I was an engineering student for four years. And I was terrible at it. In high school? In high school. Hmm. Every year you do like an engineering course that was for college credit. And I, I like they would be like, all right, build this box on AutoCAD. And I, all of my friends who are like very smart engineers now were like, this is awesome. They're really good at it. And I was like, if you're building the box, why can't you just like do it for both of us? It's, no, no. It just, it didn't seem, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was a, an asshole. And so I, I just would make jokes with my friends and play slime volleyball on the computer. And then when the time came, I was like, jokes on you. I'm a psychologist. Mm, I love that kind of lasagna. Mm, jokes on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's from a hilarious Italian man. <laughs> How's the microphone going? Good. What are we doing? I'm anxiously staring at the screen, making sure that it is recording Two microphones? Correctly. Two microphones, one program. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. Oh, that's oh. good. All right. Well, tune in next week when we make another <laughs> vague reference to a disgusting porno. Speaking of which, what yeah. do you want to talk to okay. me about today? I see a notebook in front of you. Hopefully my mom doesn't figure out how to download a second episode. All right. So today I want to talk about corporal punishment. Ooh. Yeah. My favorite military leader. <laughs> it's funny because I've heard that joke before because this is the, the third time. S- the that third we're time I've made this. that joke. Yeah. And, and every- it still gets me. I love it that you laugh like. Laugh like it's the first time. Thank you. It's the sign of a good relationship. It is. You laugh at my repetitive jokes like it's the first time every I do. Time. I mean, I just, I really laughed thinking about how funny it was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, I, it didn't, it wasn't like a new laugh. It was like an old, like, I remember this. Uh, I remember yeah. when I used to be happy laughing at this. <laughs> All right. So corporal punishment. What do you think? What do you think that is? Corporal punishment? That is a great question. Thanks. That on the third asking... <laughs> I still cannot remember. I, I think it's when you punish someone with force, inflicting pain. What do you mean by punish someone? When someone does something bad and you want them to stop doing it. If I remember from when I teach learning theory, <laughs> okay. uh, you are doing something in hopes to reduce the frequency oh, look of behavior. At you. you also must live with an ABA person. Who talks in your sleep. Yeah, all about punishment. I know. So in full disclosure, with my applied behavior analysis background, I have a issue with the term corporal punishment, which I, from now on, I'm just going to refer to as spanking mm. and don't let your dirty little thoughts come in because mm. that's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I'm talking about spanking, but I want to mm. go back to hold on first. Hold the spanks. Yeah. Hold the spank talk. Are you talking about those really tight undergarments? No. Also... Why are so they called spanks? They're are called they, spanks they, with an X. Are they punishing you for not liking your body? I don't know. They're called spanks with an X. And then there's those period underwear called thinks with an X. Thinks or thanks? Thinks. Like with an X? T-H-I-N-X. Yeah. So like you could have a spinks, spinks. Yeah. <laughs> a spanks and thinks drawer. Ooh. Yeah. This episode brought you by spinks. It's not. We don't have any sponsors, actually. No. We just do this we're for free for on our, on our just, free time. Just things. I've, I've, I'm wearing a pair of things right now, and I've never been more confident. Oh, good for your... Yeah, can you tell? Are you... I'm sorry, you're wearing Spanx or Thinks? I'm wearing Thinks on the bottom, Spanx on the top. What do you mean, t- where's top? 
first time. I have a really tight t-shirt I wear and I call them Spanx. Okay. And you have period underwear on the bottom. Yeah, but with no pants over over it. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, how confident I, that, I am. Yeah, I could I could actually tell because you were walking around and I noticed. You could that just you see them. I just, I just thought you were wearing I thought you were pantsless. I didn't realize that you were oh. thinks positive, pants negative. Yeah. So so back to uh, punishment. Okay. So in my world, we talk about punishment as anything, any stimulus, anything that happens after a behavior that reduces the future frequency of that behavior. Here's a really random question yeah. that just popped in my head. Okay, great. Is... Not interrupting at all. No, I don't think so. <laughs> if it is, you are not punishing me for it because you're listening. <laughs> okay. Is thinking a behavior? Mm. Like, would Can you it, observe it? Uh, the audience can observe it, but the participant can because if you like i'm just thinking about like the times i've been punished because people think i was thinking about something <laughs> and i'm trying to think if they were actually effective or if i could have been an even further just smart ass been like you can't punish that because you can't see it and then wait i'm sorry you were punished for not for thinking something yeah what do you mean i just feel like you get punished and they're like i know you're thinking about it okay so punishment isn't something always that you're aware of that's happening like if a parent yes. says, I'm punishing you, it's not necessarily that they... Th okay, so what it is is that they think they're punishing you, but... But they're not. No, it, it may or may not be punishing. They're just hitting you. The only way... In spanking, yes, they yeah. are. Okay. So the only way to know if it's uh, actually punishing the behavior is to see if that behavior happens again in the, in the future. Okay, well, I haven't had a thought since then, so... <laughs> I think it since worked. when? I don't, I don't know. I can't think about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Cured, I guess. I don't know. Is that what you want? What are we doing here? We're doing a podcast. I'm going to talk about punishment. Okay. Actually, no. I'm going to talk about spanking. Punishment is something different than spanking. So the deal is with spanking is a lot of people say, I'm punishing my kid by spanking them. Your kid might like it and it might increase yeah, their you, behavior. Your kid's a dirty little fucker. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't. Don't just think that there's one universal thing that you're doing that's that's punishing. So the vision of just like a really kinky little kid walking around in like <laughs> a union suit with the back <laughs> flap undone, just walking around with like a like a broken picture frame that he clearly broke himself, and he's like, "Look what I did! Oops!" <laughs> and then turning around. Are you done with that? Yeah, I mean, I can go on. All right, cool. <laughs> with his world building. So there's two big camps, essentially, in okay. this world of spanking literature. And I'm talking about, like, the psychology research literature, not... Not a KOA? Huh? That's in upstate New York. Shout out. Uh, that's what they call, like, the, the campgrounds or KOAs. Yeah, no, no, no. They have they have COAs everywhere. I Oh, you were referring to me saying camp. Mm-hmm. I thought you were referring to me saying literature. <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand. No. I've never Classic had a response to Classic misunderstanding. Word. So spanking. Okay. Are you reverse psychologying me? No, I'm just trying to learn about when I should and should not be spanking kids at the Publix. At, while camping. Campgrounds, yeah, whatever, wherever. I'm hitting kids. I need to know when. No, you're not. All right. There's two fields of thought okay. when it comes to spanking, right? So basically the bottom line now is the generally accepted idea about spanking is don't mm -hmm. spank your kids. Who is the corporal of that spank camp? Who's that corporal spanks? Is there a leader that's saying no <laughs> and then another side? Corporal spanks. Corporal spanks who says, no, it's, do it. So, yeah, there's two researchers. 
Are there? Yeah. There's yeah, wh- two different camps of researchers. Well, wh- let's just say one is from Oklahoma and one is from Texas. Can I guess which is which? Yeah. Wait, you, but I didn't even tell you which one. <laughs> you're no, you're want, really jumping the gun. Based on state alone, I want to guess who is pro and who is anti. Wait, it's not pro and anti, though. Oh, yeah, I no. haven't even told you what the issues are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might be remembering back from that second time we recorded this episode that we yeah, could use. The, who's the... I want to go back to that Kay. stream of jokes. I loved it. It was good. You guys really missed who? out. I might, might go back, listen to it, then re-record just by some Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the the big name, like the spank, like p- people go to conferences, like, oh, that's the spank guy. He's the spanker. Like they line up after his talks, their butts out. Just they, oh, oh, he spanked me. He's so good at it. The spank receiving line. Yeah, the spank receiving line. Like it's a reverse birthday. What's that? On your birthday, you like the birthday person gets oh, spanked yeah. for every year of their life. But a reverse spank line is the person in charge gives out spanks. Yeah. Also, side question. Yeah. When this mystery man that I can see you looking up the name and so I'm going to buy some time for you. No, I don't want to say the name. I know you don't. I was just trying to reverse psychology you into saying. Okay. When his children are asking for their allowance, do you think that he says he has to go to the spank bank to get it? (laughs) Do you know what a spank bank is, Mike? It It, is. It's it's something different. It's a specific realm of your memory. It sure is. Yeah. It's a... It's something for specific recall later. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that he says he has to go to a spank bank. Hopefully he's a listener. All that spanking money. All that spank all money. Big spanking. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So there's two sides, right? Okay. There's a guy in Oklahoma. He says, I'll take a step back. Okay. They both do these large meta-analyses, which are studies of studies. Okay. Okay. So what's just like a quick nutshell. What's the point of a meta-analysis? It's a look at all of the research that's been done in a certain topic and put it all together to see like what's effective. So let's say you have many different studies about antidepressants all over the world. What you want to do, you want to ask the question like, are antidepressants effective in reducing symptoms? Just globally. Globally, overall. So you would take the multitude of studies that have been conducted in all the different parts of the world and combine them into one large study saying with the question, is this effective? That's what a meta-analysis is. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. it's a study of studies. Yeah. They're really effective. You see them a lot in like diet research, but it's important because not enough of them are done often. So you'll see like- Really? On, is that true? Yeah. I feel like I feel like the studies that we hear about, mm-hmm. like on Good Morning America or, or today- <laughs> Classic. Classic meta-analysis That's where I get all my- No, I feel like they, they're the ones that will pull from one study. So it'd be like- Oh my God, guess what? Chocolate. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prevents heart attacks. What, which is why it's such a big problem that the anti vaxxers caught on to that one autism study because it was just one study. Right, because that's a good example. Because when you do an analysis of all the vaccination studies, yeah. there is an overwhelming of common effects saying that it doesn't lead to autism, but it gains so much more gravity. So cool. So there's a, a meta analysis on, on spanking. Mm-hmm. So two different kind of two different perspectives so basically one perspective the woman from texas is saying you should never spank your kids ever 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 and i actually so it's interesting and she has the research no she absolutely has the research to show it but like it's interesting because i agree with her and i think the rationale is similar in that even if there is a chance that let's say light spanking even if there's a chance punishment foreplay no not punishment huh 
Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, even if there's a chance that that light spanking is effective, like even if there's a small chance that it is effective, I think the risks outweigh the benefits. Does that make sense? Right. I think it's like a fine line to draw where... But... It's like taking heroin for your headaches. Okay, it could be effective, but it's like there's a lot of risks involved. It's like putting a hat on a hat. Probably. I really don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. I just like it. I remember to say it. Yeah. We should call that podcast this. Hat on the hat? Hat on a hat. This episode is brought to you by Hat Hats. <laughs> is your hat cold? <laughs> Put a hat on it. All right. So woman from Texas, don't spank your kids at all. Okay. She has a lot of research to show that outcomes are poor when you spank mm -hmm. kids okay guy from ohio okay ohio I thought you said oklahoma. oklahoma oh god i just all those o states oh I here come the letters not all right so he says here's his issue with her research oh so it's he it's kind of a battle but it's not i'm sure they get along like they probably have dinner like together and stuff and doubt it conferences and such uh, who do you think pays I don't know. Well, she's probably more successful, actually. Ooh. She's like, yeah, she's really successful. So she has this bank bank. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What's his deal? What do you mean? Uh, what is his research? Is he single? What is he up to? I have no idea. I you don't know what his research is? At, I mean, I know what his research is. I don't <laughs> know if he's single. Oh. Um, I he's older. He's much older. Every article I publish, I also put my status. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah, it's always it's complicated. <laughs> okay. So, well, first of all, going back to this idea of spanking, do you know how many kids are spanked? And you should know the answer to this question. How many kids in the room? There's only two of us here. We're adults. How many kids in the world were how many United? How many kids in the United States report that they were spanked before the fifth grade? Like what percentage? Yeah. <laughs> the number. Yeah. I was trying to think about how many children there are and how many of them are, have ever gone to fifth grade. What if you skipped fifth grade? Don't. I knew a kid that did that. <laughs> well, he, was, he might not be counted. But he probably also wasn't getting spanked. I'm going to say 30%. Well, you were not paying attention the last time we recorded this. Well, I said this 30 last time. I want to give them the oh, good. Okay, good. podcast magic. All right. 83%. What? Yeah. 83% of kids report being physically punished by the fifth grade. So like the children are reporting this. Yeah. Does How does the number match if you just ask the parents? So parents say that they spank a lot. They're not hesitant. It's my favorite night at the round table. Sir spanks a lot. <laughs> they He's not very effective in battle. You're really jumping around from like modern day mo military to medieval military. This is going all over the map. The time map. Mm, back to my Doctor Who thing. Yeah. So parents... Like in studies where they ask parents if they've ever physically, not abused, if they've ever, ever physically disciplined their child, parents are pretty forward about saying yes. So they get a lot of really good data from asking parents as well. I feel like the parents who spank, I think they're like super proud of it. I, just the ones I see, like I talk to some clients who just, or just like coworkers who are like super into spanking. I think, you know what I think it is? It's one of those things where they feel attacked. Parents who spank have felt like people have been coming out more and more recently saying like, it's so bad. Don't do it. It's kind of like being a smoker now, like where yeah. you smoke and you kind of have to hide it because you're like, a sh well, no, that's not a good analogy. Well, actually, I think I, I do think it is, though, because I don't know if it happened here because I'm not a, a, a dirty, dirty smoker. But I, I know that over in Europe, they started to put those pictures on the packs of smokes where they got like a... Are you calling them smokes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. A couple cigs. Uh, <laughs> where like 
like lungs that are really blackened or like really yeah. crappy hearts. They, they were doing <laughs> it. They were doing it to like scare smokers into not smoking. Right. And it made it worse. It made it worse for smokers mm-hmm. who identified with smoking. Yeah. So what they found is that like if you're like kind of wavering, it's it's a good way to scare off new smokers. Sure. But if you call yourself a smoker, that actually really reinforces and strengthens it because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a smoker. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. This is awesome. Yeah. But I think the same thing with spanking where it's like if you're a spanker and you mm-hmm. identify yourself like like if your stick family in the back of your car is you spanking all of your little <laughs> stick children, then being attacked is going to make you much more aggressive about it. The parent figure and the stick figure is wielding like a belt or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't your dad spank you with a belt? I think so. I so. For the longest time, <laughs> I identified that I was spanked as a child. But that mm-hmm. n- then when you first brought up this topic, I really started, th- I was like trying to think about a memory of being spanked. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like black, black holes in my memory with like the borders that implied that I was spanking. But I don't remember ever getting spanked, but I remember being afraid, f- fucking terrified of it. And my dad would also snap his belt mm-hmm. as the sound. So, like, if we did something wrong, like, he would be quickly snapping a belt because he would walk around with his belt. Yeah. Then we'd have another snapping <laughs> belt around his shoulder. Well, and you know what? The good thing is he you must not have done it too much because then the effect would have worn off. It was probably intermittent enough that, like, yeah. the noise was scary. Yeah. I was also just scary to see that he had a snapping belt. <laughs> around his neck. Around his neck. He wore a weight belt and then a snapping <laughs> belt like he was a wrestler and he beat another dad for the snapping belt. <laughs> And then he would just like make the sound. I also would just sit in my bedroom at night making the snapping sound with my bell just to <laughs> habituate to the sound. Oh, you knew. I knew. <laughs> you knew early on I what you needed Jeeves, to do. What do I do? It's kind of like what we do to our dogs when they bark all the time. Snap we, my belt at them? Yeah. We make the belt snapping noise with our mouth. <laughs> yeah. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> you can see them cowering right now. They're not. They're just sleeping. Also, sometimes when they're being really bad, I make... Like a, like a gun sound, like they think they're about to be shot. They go, blah, <laughs> blah. And then they're like, oh, shit, is it a drive-by? Like, no, we don't live in that kind of neighborhood. Why would you think they had any association with a gun noise? Because when they were younger, to have sound in the apartment, I would just play <laughs> Boys in the Hood on a loop. <laughs> because Cuba is like a little, I mean, I don't want to like talk down to you, but there's a lot of research saying that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is like really soothing to dogs. <laughs> but ironically, Ice Cube is not. And so, and like, I didn't know how to cut the scenes down to just Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. Yeah. All right. So back to spanking. The deal is that the reason parents say that, that they do it. Why do you think they say they spank kids? Their kids. I think that they say they kids. spank kids for the thrill of it. Like the song. I think, I mean, honestly, I think that's because it's fast and effective. And I, if this, if we were playing the, the darkest version of family feud, and Steve Harvey's like, we asked 100 parents why they hit their kids. I would probably... Top answer. Top, top answer. answer. If I was like... Yeah. I would probably say it was... I tried everything else. Oh, I thought you were just saying I've tried everything. I thought you were going off... Yeah. Is that I, your Steve Harvey impression? No, no, no. no I just come thought... come on, play it. Yeah. No, I just thought you were... No, no, no. I don't know what I thought. Yeah. You would say their top reason was I've tried everything else. One of them. I just want to get on the board and let, oh. and let my family no, take over. No, because then the next person, if they get higher, then the, the family will go first. So top answer. We asked 100 people. Okay. What is the reason that parents say they spank their kids? <laughs> yep. That's, that's... Mike. Okay. Um, I'm going to look to my family and my dad is just snapping his belt. <laughs> and I... <laughs> My mind went blank, and then I go, um, uh, 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 because because it works. Yeah, 
You're right, and your family gets the <laughs> the score. I don't know how. I don't know what they say. Yeah. Turn Do you want to play or pass? Play or pass. Pass. Shit. <laughs> You're gonna get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now I'm walking back to the podium, just already pulling my pants down. <laughs> All right, so so if the other team then were to get this question, yeah, and they said they experienced it. If it's your family, my oh, I my family's playing against your family now. Yeah. Oh, my family's gonna fucking kill your family. Probably, like actually. No, like oh. in points. You said it in a way that it sounded like no murders po- on the menu in points. That'd be a good book we should write. Killing points. Murders on the menu. It's about a killer waiter and two psychologists solve the murder. <laughs> If Irene was the next one to go, why would she say that she would slap her youngest daughter across the face? Because I'm not having a good time. Mm. She would say that she mouthed off. Bring me bring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a mouthy kid. I, I love had a you. real mouth. I love you very deeply and I can definitely see you being a mouthy kid. I just I had a lot to say. You've gotten away from it. I mean, yeah, I I guess. Do you think it's still inside of you? What? Like the skill of sass? Oh, 100 percent i have to suppress it all day every day wow yeah it's it's tough and i'm exhausted all the time i just i can see a what first of all i think it's adorable that you're constantly trying to suppress your sass while i'm trying to constantly trying to suppress my stutter (laughs) and then i can yeah and more times of stress it comes out more i know and i can see like a scenario where you're in the woods just like chopping wood in front of a cabin and a couple of government officials come out and they're like diana we need your sass and you're like i don't do it anymore and it's my superpower and they're like but she's back and you're like all right just one more time then you like run through the streets of new york city just sassing everybody you know a little a little sassy missy sassy missy is that gonna be your, your marvel superhero that's gonna be my little miss you pull up in a car that says misbehaving on the license plate <laughs> i did it was called, no, it was a car. So I was learning to drive. Uh, my sister gave me her old car. It was a white Mazda Miata stick shift. Don't don't want to brag, but stick shift. And it, the license plate said, I'm misbehaving. And I was so mortified because I would drive around learning how to drive with my mom in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And then. Were pe- guys like, which which one's misbehaving? No, they'd be like, misbehaving. Oh. Yeah, and I a bunch of seals drove by. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, mom, can you duck? Yeah, get down. Trying to get some tail. <laughs> Trying to look cool. Trying to look cool for these dudes. Trying to look misbehaving. Yeah, smoking my clove cigarette. Got the car, changed the license plate. Got my license, changed the license plate. Oh yeah, that's a good mantra to live by. Yeah, get be- the license, change the license plate. Yep. That's true. Be the license plate that you want to see in the world. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So to so the other reasons that parents say that they spank their kids is because uh, they experienced it and they don't view it negatively. Which is, I think that's interesting. I, I hear the opposite of that where I'll talk to people. They'll talk about like s- struggling with their kids and hitting their kids. And then I'll ask them how their parents raised them. And they'll say that their parents hit them, but they like hated it or they hated their parents for it. But mm. they just like sometimes there's like not that connection of like, oh, yeah, I don't want them. My parents like it's just interesting like that like piece of insight sometimes is missing. Well, our friend Umar has a um he's a comedian in the Baltimore area. He's pretty funny. Let's name check him. Umar Khan. Yeah. He has a really funny joke about this. He's a school psychologist and he tells a joke in his stand up about how he's like, "Yeah, I go to trainings and I talk about like how, you know, bad spanking is. People shouldn't spank their kids and like a guy will stand up in the back of the room and be like, "I was spanked and I'm fine." 
like really angrily. So it's just kind of a, a humorous take on it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> all signs point to he's not fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing funnier than just really slowly telling a joke <laughs> that you've heard. Yeah. Right. I know. And I, I, I mean, I, it's the comedy version of telling someone about a dream you have. It is. It totally is. Yeah. But you always listen to my dreams. I do because I love you. I and I'm just scanning for me to, to appear. I also have just like really amazingly weird dreams. So maybe mm. sometimes you enjoy them. Yeah. I try to keep it short and to a minimum. Really, you do, you do do a good job with it. Although I, I feel like sometimes you confuse dreams you've had with, an, Re- yeah, reality, reality, yeah. or a, an episode of Charles in Charge that you once saw. <laughs> Last night you woke up in the middle of the night and you were like, I just had this really weird dream with Mona, and I was like, you know, I was a Charles in Charge we watched before <laughs> bed. Okay, so this is a really long. I see a lot more notes left. Yeah, this is a really long discussion about spanking. It looks like we're gonna have to break it into two. Let's stop here. All right, let's do some field research. And we will come back and we will talk about what we're going to talk about next time. Continued. Con- well, wait, we're going to obviously going to continue. But any, any ideas what is going to be continued? No. Tune in. Tune in next, next time, time. For the exciting for conclusion. For the exciting to conclusion to spanking. Are they spanks or thinks? Spanks. Thinking about spanks. <laughs> Love you, Dana. Love you. Bye. Bye. On. Solid. Okay, good. Do not want to re-record this. Oh, I would just. I know, gouge my eyes out. Kill myself on air. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because it's not even on air. Like I would still have to. You still edit, edit it <laughs> and post it. It was his dying wish. <laughs> yeah.